But we are going to jump into our movie today. Before we do that, though, one of my favorite parts of At The Movies of the month is our movie trivia. We do this before each week. I scour the internet looking far and wide for things for you guys to guess on because I care about you. One day you will win a million dollars because you know the answer to one of my questions. So if you know the movie or the actor, throw that first up there. Let's see. Anybody know? Yeah, there's like 35,000 movies you could pick from, right? <laughs> I thought I'd trick you with the question on the Avengers, right? In some form or fashion, Marvel Universe. One fun fact for you is Robert Downey Jr., so Iron Man, uh, during his scenes, he would hide food around the set, like all of us. Come on, that just I can speak to that. He would hide food that they would try to take away from him because he would eat it during the filming. He would always try to sneak it into the things. They actually had people hired just to try to find where he hid food so it wouldn't screw up the takes and he did it anyway come on so anytime you see a scene where he's offering it to his co-workers he's trying to throw them off their lines there you go movie thank you all right next one name that movie yeah the lion king come on i picked the uh, <laughs> do we need the antagonist at some point so this is scar middle known fact during uh during the filming of the song be prepared in the original lion king uh jeremy irons was the voice of scar he would sing the songs. During the song, Be Prepared, he lost his voice, developed vocal problems, and so the producers turned to Jim Cummings to finish the song. Jim, also known for being the voice actor for Winnie the Pooh, everybody. Winnie the Pooh sings. It's incredible. You go back and listen to it. He's singing with the hyenas. It sounds like Winnie the Pooh. It's, you can never unhear it. So there you go, everybody. Go listen to Be Prepared and hear that. Next one. Throw that movie up there. Anybody know? Die Hard. Yeah, some people be quick on the draw with this. And Die Hard, Bruce Willis's role was actually offered first to Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, everybody. Uh, he was technically starring in the prequel in the 60s, and so contractually he had to be offered the role first. And so at the age of 73, Sinatra graciously turned down the role for Die Hard. Come on. Movie magic, everybody. That's just the way. Nowadays we just CGI him in, right? We just make him make it. Alive. Last one. Anybody can guess the movie? Truman Show, well done. All right, so Truman Burbank, the unsuspecting star of a reality show, thousands of cameras following him around his life. He has no idea he's being watched as he uh, continues to broadcast his life. Problem is, we all saw this movie, and then it like ruined our lives for the next couple of years. Anybody like that? Like you're like checking to make sure you don't live in the Truman Show. Like people aren't watching you. You're looking behind mirrors. You're looking for cameras. Come on, just me. It ruined some lives. Everybody it just made us. They, all right, anybody a fan of reality? Reality TV? Anybody, you're just like a big, any, you're just embarrassed to admit it. All of you, billions watch that. I know some of you are. You're just embarrassed. Right, so this is, if you are, this movie was like the prophetic voice. Came out in 98. Uh, big Brother, Survivor, none of those came out till like 2000, 2001. This was the forerunner of reality TV in here. So I thought, why not go back 25 years for At The Movies with The Truman Show? 1.7 billion were there, were there for his birth. 220 countries tuned in for his first step. And as he grew, so did the technology. An entire human life recorded on an intricate network of hidden cameras and broadcast live and unedited 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to an audience around the globe. Coming to you now from the city of the studio ever constructed and along with the great wall of china one of only two man-made structures visible from space now in its 30th great year 
become bored with watching actors give us phony emotions. We're tired of pyrotechnics and special effects. While the world he inhabits is in some respects counterfeit, there's nothing fake about Truman himself. No scripts, no cue cards. It isn't always Shakespeare, but it's genuine. It's a life. I'm not gonna make it. You're gonna have to go on without me. No way, mister. You're going to the top of this mountain, broken legs and all. We find many viewers leave him on all night for comfort. There is no, there is no difference between a private life and a public life. My, my life is my life, is the Truman Show. The Truman Show is a lifestyle. It's a noble life. It is a truly blessed life. Yeah, tell me something I don't know. I hereby proclaim this. All right, promise me one thing, though. If I die before I reach the summit, Trumania, you're the Burbank Galaxy. Okay. It's all true. It's all real. Nothing here is fake. Nothing you see on this show is fake. It's merely controlled. I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That's our... This show, like I said, this show wrecked. We thought like we were living in a simulation. Everybody was actors. Some of you still think it. Some of you still think everybody around you is not real. But this is Truman Burbank. He is the unsuspecting star of a TV show that billions of people watch. But he has no idea. He gets up, he lives his average everyday life, he wakes up in the morning, he eats his breakfast, he talks to the mirror, right, he, he summits the mountain, he does all of those things, he goes out, he buys a newspaper, he goes to his work, he sits at his desk, he sells insurance, and he gets to bed and he does it all over again the next day, never knowing, Truman never knows that he's being watched, the entire world is tuning in to see his life, 24-7, Every day of the week, no commercial interruptions, which I think is the most unbelievable part of this movie. Come on, somebody. If they made it today, there would be 19,000 commercial interruptions. It would be insanity. But this is his life being watched, and he has no idea about any of it. He's born on air. He's never left the artificial dome where he lives, and he lives in an island on a city called Sea Haven. That is his entire world, surrounded by actors and actresses playing the role of his parents, of his friends, of his wife, of his co-workers. Everything around him is a lie. See, Truman doesn't know that his entire world, his entire existence, everything he thinks to be true, everything that he's been told is a lie. 
And so when you watch this movie, I know you're asking like, hey, there's no way somebody wouldn't be able to tell the difference. There's no way somebody wouldn't figure it out. Well, throughout Truman's life, they've come up with some pretty uh, creative ways to keep him on the island. And to keep him from finding out what's going on. Outside has attempted to reach Truman, is it? We have had our close calls in the past. Truman! Oh. It's television! Yes! Yes! I did it! On the Truman Show! But there's never been anything to compare with uh, this most recent breach of security. The, the first intruder to be a former cast member. Truman! No! That's off limits! Why? What's over there? Nothing. It's dangerous, that's all. You've got to know your limitations, Truman. As Truman grew up, we were forced to manufacture ways to keep him on the island. I like to be an explorer, like the Great Magellan. Oh, you're too late. There's really nothing left to explore. flight to Fiji. When would you like to leave? Today. I'm sorry. I don't have anything for at least a month. A month? It's the busy season. Last call for Chicago! All aboard! Windy City, here we come. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Everybody off. We've got a problem. I'm sorry, son. Christoph, let me ask you. Why do you think that uh, Truman has never come close to discovering the true nature of his world until now? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. If his was more than just a vague ambition, if he was absolutely determined to discover the truth, there's no way we could prevent him. Is that ultimately, Truman prefers his cell, as you call it. Oh, that's where you... We accept the reality of the world of which we are presented. But that's Truman, right? Surrounded by counterfeit, controlled by outside forces. His emotions are shaped. His reactions are controlled. He's surrounded by lies. He lives in a literal gigantic dome of deception, visible from space, right? 
Some of you know people who live in a dome visible from space of deception. But this is Truman's life. But what if Truman is not the only one? What if blind spots are called blind spots because you cannot see them? What if this idea of being lied to or deceived, what if we've got a dome of our own, voices and culture around us that tell us things? That tell us if you just live life to the fullest and live it up in all the different ways, then that's what will make you happy. Or if you could just, the economic machine, just do the right thing, make enough money, that will cure your anxiety. You can just get the right relationship, TV shows tell us. If you can just have the right fling or have the right short surface level thing, that will finally fulfill you. The next hookup is the one that's going to fill the void. And we're surrounded by lies. And we're fed lies all the way from birth until now. That if you can just get the next, and you fill in the blank. The new house, the new car, the new promotion, the new job. If you just move to the new city, it will solve everything. It will make all your problems go away. And we're fed lie after lie and generation after generation we accept it. Eugene Peterson, the writer of the message paraphrase, he writes in his book, he comments on this never-ending lie that if we can just get to the next thing, it will fulfill us. And he says, how can we keep believing after so many centuries of evidence to the contrary? Is difficult to comprehend, but nothing we do and nothing anyone else does to us seems to disenchant us from the spell of the lies. We keep expecting things to get better somehow. We keep buying back in. It's almost like we're content with the lies that we're told. Like Christoph says about Truman, he prefers his cell. He prefers not to know the truth, but the peace that we're looking for eludes us. The contentment that we desire just always seems to be at arm's length. And yet we keep doing the same things over and over and over, expecting different results. And nothing gets better until we actually see things for how they really are. But maybe that's where you are. Maybe you have moments where you look around and you realize that there is something wrong with the world. Maybe you haven't figured out what, or maybe you're not all that way yet, but you've realized there's something wrong with the place that we're living. There's something wrong with it. Maybe the world's just a little bit broken. And so that's Truman. It begins to become apparent to him. He starts seeing things. He starts noticing that things aren't quite adding up. Here's a news flash. And it's another beautiful day in paradise, folks. But don't forget to buckle up out there in Radio Land. Remember, good driver. Good, 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 good. And a safe driver. He's a good, 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 good driver. Good driver. Good. He's heading west on Stewart. Stand by all extras. Gloria, he'll be on you in about 90 seconds. Pops, make sure the coffee's hot. Okay, he's making his turn on the Lancaster Square. Uh, Ouch. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I guess we picked up a police frequency or something. It sometimes happens and it can drive you crazy. Okay, it's classical climb back in here, and we've still got some great music up ahead, but hey, don't forget to buckle up. Remember safety. Good driver's a safe driver. Safe driver is what? Yes. <laughs> 
Truman is starting to wake up to the lies around him. The the North Star falls from the side. He's starting to wake up. I find it interesting. Once he finds and begins to realize that things aren't as they seem, Truman has a choice. He can remain. He figures some things out, but they give him every opportunity because they want their TV show to continue. Every chance to remain in the status quo. To keep going like nothing is wrong. But once he realizes that there are lies, that something is wrong with the world around him, he has a choice. He can remain or he can keep looking for the truth. And here's what I found is truth has to be worked for. It has to be sought out. It has to be dug for because it's so easy to remain in the status quo. Why? Because we're surrounded by lies. Lies sound good. They even make us feel good. It's easier to accept them. It takes a lot of work and time and effort to figure out truth. And we have a choice. We can either dig for truth or we can stay deceived. If you've ever had that moment where you think there is something wrong, there's some lie that I have bought into, there is something wrong with all of this, you have a moment to make a choice. You can either dig or you can be deceived. But it's easier to be deceived. In fact, the longer I have lived in the world, the more I am convinced that most people do not want the truth. It's movie month. You can't handle the truth, right? We understand. But most people that I come across don't actually want the truth. Because here is the actual truth. It's easier for me to accept my truth than it is to accept the truth. 
It's a lot easier in life to accept what I have decided must be true because of how I feel or how I act or what's been told in the world or culture around me than to accept the actual truth of God's Word. It takes less effort to have people tell us what we want to hear. To have people make us feel good than it does to dig for the truth that makes us honestly a little bit uncomfortable. A little bit out of our comfort zone. You know, we can discern between my truth and the truth. We actually have a tool to do that. We actually have been given what the truth is and the things that God says. But too many times it makes us uncomfortable. And so we run back to our truth. We run back to our emotions and the things that we feel. Instead of actually looking at what God's word has to say about the world around us. Too often we're caught in the lies. See, some of you might have been told lies all of your life about who you are. Or about what it means to be alive or what it means to be. Some of you are just suffering from the lie that maybe it's just too much to handle. And we've been under this impression all of our lives. We've been given this lie that we've bought into. Some of you came in today with this lie that has you under the pressure cooker thinking it all depends on me. And it's just too much for me to handle and I've done too much and too much maybe has been done to me. And so it's just too much and I'm not able to handle it all. But God says that neither death nor life, nor heavens, nor hells, nor demons, nor angels, nor any power in the future or the present, nor anything could grab you out of his hand and the love that God has for us in Christ Jesus. It doesn't all depend on you. It's not all under your own strength and power. Some of you, it's the anxiety that's eating you alive. And you can't go another day thinking it's just too much for me to handle. But the Bible says that in him all things were created. And that it's in him that all things are held together. It's not all on you. That we rest secure in his hand in everything that we go through. And too many times we buy the lie instead of digging for the truth. For some of you, you have bought into the lie and it has crushed the life out of you. And you say, peace is what eludes me. And I just can't seem to endure enough to even find my way to it and the lie that the next vacation or the next thing is what's going to fulfill me has has me bought into this idea that I'll never be at peace but the Bible says he'll keep in perfect peace whose mind is set on him it says great peace is on those who love your law and nothing will cause them to stumble that are those who are found in Christ Jesus that the God of peace will guard your hearts and your minds We have to begin to replace the lies that we have been surrounded with, the lies that keep us trapped in a dome of deception that you can see from space. We have to begin to replace the lies with the truth that we know. If you're wondering what your life is actually meant for, you're wondering what God actually says, you're wondering how you can live life to the fullest, to the destiny that he has for you, it's all found in here. Because here's the truth, everybody. The truth is not found inside of us. As many mantras and as many good help sermons as you would love to hear, truth is not founded. We are as broken as the world is around us. That truth is bigger than us. The truth is found outside of us, that it's found in God's word. In John chapter 8, Jesus said, if you follow what I teach, you're my disciples. And then, and everybody say then, then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. If you're trapped in the lies... If you're trapped in the lies that the pressure will never end, if you're trapped in the lies that the peace will always elude you, if you're trapped in the dome of deception in your life, Jesus says, if you follow me, if you're my disciples, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so my question for you today is, do we want to be free? 
There's a story in the Bible where Jesus goes to heal a man and he asks him, do you want to be healed? Because in the position that the man was in, you would think, well, that's just an insane question. Of course he wants to. But the position the man was in, his sickness actually kept him in an easy part of life where he didn't have to do anything. And so Jesus asked him, do you want to actually be healed? And so my question today, do we want to be free? Because it's a lot harder to search for the truth than it is to buy into the lie. Because if we say yes, we actually want to be free, then we have to seek the truth. Because as we see in the movie as well as in life, there's a force that does not want you to discover it. Truman? Honey, are you okay? Get in. Truman? Fuck. What? <laughs> what? I predict that in just a moment, we will see a lady on a red bike, followed by a man with flowers, and a Volkswagen Beetle with a dented fender. Truman, please. Look! Lady? Flowers! And... Truman, this is silly. There it is! There it is! There's the dented beetle! Yes! Don't you want to know how I did that? I'll tell you. They're on a loop. They go around the block. They come back. They go around again. They just go around and around. Round and round. You know, I invited Rita and Marlon for a barbecue on Sunday. I'm going to make my potato Sunday. salad. And I need you to remind me that we need more charcoal. Are you listening to a word I'm saying? You're upset because you want to go to Fiji. Is that it? Okay. Okay. Go. I think you should save for a few months and then go. There. You happy now? I'm gonna go take a shower. Let's go now. I'm ready to go now. Why what? wait? Early bird gathers no moss. Rolling stone catches the worm, right? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> synchronized, don't you agree? You're blaming me for the traffic? Should I? Can you please slow down? Yes, I can. Truman, Truman, that guy turned off. I changed my mind. What's New Orleans like this time of year? Mardi Gras! A barrel. Same road. No cars. It's magic. <laughs> you let me out, Truman. You're not right in the head. You want to destroy yourself, you do it on your own. I think I'd like a little company. Truman, what about that sign? I'm sure they're exaggerating. We'll be fine. Exaggerating? But would you believe that? Oh my, oh my, Truman! Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. 
What now? Truman, looks like a leak at the plant. Back up, back up. Leak at the plant. They had to shut her down. Is there any way around? Whole air is being evacuated. Is there anything I can do? No, ma'am. Thank you for your help. You're welcome, Truman. Except the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. He was absolutely determined to discover the truth. There's no way we could prevent it. Human prefers his cell, as you call it. Christoph, right? The mastermind behind the Truman Show, behind the cell that he lives in. And Christoph lies and he manipulates and he goes to great lengths to keep Truman in his cell. Can we have like straight talk today in church? Can we just like talk? all five of us we can have, we can talk to you guys. Hopefully, here is my hope is that we came to church today or you tuned in online or you decided to watch this later or whatever it is. We came with this idea that we want some truth. We want truth in our lives. We're like, tell it to me straight. I'm sick of lies. I'm sick of things that don't work out. I'm sick of things that don't materialize into what they promise to be. Here's what Jesus said about the world around us. He said, the devil is a murderer. From the beginning, he's not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. And watch this. A murderer from the beginning speaks his native language of lies, for he is a liar and the father of lies. The father of lies. The enemy of your soul, the enemy of my soul, is the father of lies. And he will go to great lengths to keep you on your island. Great lengths to keep you on your island of insecurity and of pride. Your island... Of pain or your island of fear or people pleasing or materialism or self hate or self pity, your island of bitterness or hatred or selfishness, he will go to great lengths to keep you closed off on your island of no peace, of all anxiety, on your island of selfishness or hatred. And this is for all of us. I heard a pastor say one time that there is no soul I've ever met that is not in some ways bondage to a lie. That this is for all of us, this message, whether you're a follower of Jesus or you're just tuning in, asking maybe is this real or is this not real? Or maybe somebody invited you and you're not sure about all of this because we live in a world where we are continually bombarded by lies. And so I would just think that maybe today we have a moment where we wake up to it. And I don't know what that moment is for you, and maybe it doesn't even happen this morning, but at some point, we wake up to this moment thinking that maybe we have been fed some lies in our life that we have given into. And here's what I want you to see. The lies for Truman are so intricate, right? They're so personalized. They're they're playing on his weaknesses and his fears, his dreams and his hopes. Everything about him, they try to play on that to keep him from breaking out of the lie. Because here's what I know, the lie that works for me isn't the lie that's going to work for you. And the lie that works for you isn't the one that works for you. The father of lies is no respecter of persons. He doesn't care how he destroys your life, he just wants to. And too often times the lie that comes 
against us is the one that's so personalized. And it just seems like you look at someone else's life and you think, how could they buy into that? Never knowing you are buying into a lie of your own. That it's taken over in our weaknesses. And here's my prayer for today. I know some of you came and you're like, I thought this was going to be a lighthearted message. Like, bring back Maverick, right? Where is, where is week one? You got like, I got my popcorn. I don't know about all that. Like, I don't know. But here's my prayer that some of us, some of us this morning would have an aha moment. That maybe, just maybe, all these things that have come against you, all these things that you notice that are broken, maybe, just maybe, there's something bigger at work. The mind game that you can't seem to get over, the attack on your life or your family, you just can't seem to get through, the lies maybe that have come against you specifically, maybe, just maybe, there's something bigger at work. When Christoph was asked why Truman hasn't discovered his reality, his true reality, he says it's because we accept the reality of the world with which we are presented. The devil is betting, he's hoping that you'll accept the reality of the lies that you've been fed. He's hoping that you'll stay in the middle of the world that you've been presented, that you'll look no further, that you won't dig for actual truth. He's betting that it's easier to live in the lie, that you won't say what is truth here when I come against the mind games that continually play against your peace and your sanity, that you'll say, okay, what is actual truth here? That when you're caught in your life in the midst of a lie and struggling with anxiety, you'll say, what is actual truth here? And can I just say, if you are on a journey to figure out what truth is, you are welcome here. If you have questions about life and questions about who God is, or maybe even who you are, if you have questions about these things, you are welcome here. If you are struggling on a journey of faith and you just don't know what it is that you believe, you are welcome here. If you walked away from church 30 years ago, but now you have questions that need answers, you are welcome here. I think too often we've lost sight that the church is a place to come to find truth. And we've turned it into a country club that we just enjoy until the end of all things. We just think it's there for us. No, no, the church is a spiritual hospital. Some of us just got here a little sooner than others. If you have questions, you are welcome here. If you just need to sit a few Sundays and just figure this thing out and you wonder what is truth and what is the lie that I bought into, you are welcome here. But my question for us today is, do we actually want to know what truth is? Are we absolutely determined to break out of whatever deception we've been fed and actually search for truth in our lives? Because the devil, I told you, is betting that we won't dig, that we'll stay deceived. Are we absolutely determined to discover what truth is or do we prefer ourselves? This is where Truman is. As the movie begins to close, Truman becomes absolutely determined to break out of the dome of deception. What took you so long? Just had to wait for it. They were busy. Here. What's going on? I don't know. They're... He came down into the room. He did nothing but stand around for a while. He, he must still be Get in the room. Get over there. Right away. Come on! Surprise party! Whew. Come on, pal. Come on, buddy. I wonder where he could possibly be. The lawn cam. Give me the lawn cam.
Don't look in the camera. Say something. Keep it going. Keep it going. He's gone. Cut transmission. Cut transmission. Cut it. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. He has to be on foot. I want to talk to an he has the world's most recognizable face. He can't disappear. What time is it? It's way too early for that. the sun. Okay. Long lens, short base okay. cameras. Why are we looking right. at the water? Good. Yeah, I can Hand see that. Zoom, please. Keep walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How can he sail? He's an insurance. Isn't he terrified of the water? Resume transmission. Resuming transmission. I got two to one, he doesn't make it. Two to one, he doesn't make it. Just leave him in the car. There, perfect. That's our hero shot. Let's get another boat out there. Come on, get it moving. Get it out of here. Come on. I'm using the bus driver. Bottom line is they can't drive the boat. They're actors. No, I think we're going to want to localize the storm over the boat. There's no rescue boat you wouldn't want to do. He'll turn back. He'll be too afraid. She blows. Give me some lightning. Again. Hit him again. The whole world is watching. We can't let him die in front of a live audience. He was born in front of a live audience. Keep running. Increase the wind. Increase the wind! I am telling you, for the last time, very close. Capsize him. Tip him over. He's tied us up to the boat! Shut up! He's gonna drown. He doesn't even care. Do it!
So Truman doesn't care if he lives or dies. He just wants truth. And we actually took a picture of you guys during that last scene. Put that up there. We took a picture from this side of you all. (laughs) He just wants the truth. He's trying to leave behind the lies, the manipulation, the entire world that's been constructed around him. He's trying to leave that behind. For many of us, if you really think about it, you think about it. For many of us as Christians... Our journey to finding Jesus stems from the painful realization we have that we had bought into the lie before. If you think about the journey maybe that you took, that we assumed what we assumed was truth was a lie, that the world just came up short, that it left us wanting more, that it promised fulfillment, but it was empty inside, that it promised this thing and then it never delivered. One more quote from Eugene Peterson. I love this. He says, the lies claim to tell us who we are. And they omit everything about our origin in God and our destiny in Him. They talk about the world without telling us that God made it. They tell us about our bodies without telling us they're temples of the Holy Spirit. They instruct us in love without telling us about the God who loves us and gave Himself for us. That the lies that we bought into, if we're coming to that painful realization that the father of lies does not care who he destroys... Scripture goes on to say that his job is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That he'll do whatever it takes to keep you on your island. That's enough. show that gives hope and joy and inspiration to millions. Then who am I? You're the star. Was nothing real? You were real. It's what made you so good to watch. Listen to me, Truman. There's no more truth out there than there is in the world I created for you. You can't leave, Truman. 
Talk to me. Say something. Say something. You're live to the whole world. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah. You want another slice? No, I'm okay. What else is on? Yeah, let's do what else is on. Where's the TV guy? 30 years of the... Where's the TV guy? What else is... That's some of you on Netflix. That's what that is right there. Scripture says the devil is in this to kill, to steal, and to destroy. To do whatever it takes to keep you on your island. I want you to see this from the last clip. Christoph fires his final shots. In all of this, to do whatever it takes to keep Truman on the island, and the devil will do anything it takes to keep you on your island of lies. He'll strike with some storms, or hit with the lightning, or try to capsize the boat, or maybe at the end he'll try to sweet talk you, or try to give you even more lies to buy into, whatever's out there, whatever the truth could be, it's not better than what I've given you. It's not better than the things that I've put in. You'll never find truth. God would never want somebody like you. And the devil tries to bring these lies into our life that you'll never be good enough and you'll never have this and you'll never have that and you'll never be able to reconcile and God could never want somebody. You can't do it like that. And some of us maybe just need to walk through the door today. Some of us maybe just have to have an aha moment of no, no, no. The lies I've been listening to, the peace that's eluded me, contentment that's been left out of reach. Some of you are right at the doorway today. And maybe it's starting to resonate with you that, yeah, there is something wrong with the world. Yeah, there is something about the lies that I've bought into. And maybe you're just beginning to see the idea that there is an enemy of your soul and that there is a fight going on in your life. Because listen to me, though it looks like the enemy will stop at nothing to keep you on your island. Know this, the Heavenly Father stopped at nothing to rescue us from our sin. To rescue us when we were lost. When we missed the mark, the Heavenly Father stopped at nothing to save us. Sent His Son Jesus to die in place of us. And pay the penalty for the sin that we had committed. While we were far away from God, He rescued us. And while it seems like the devil will stop at nothing to keep us on our island of lies, Jesus came and stopped at nothing to rescue us. To rescue us. That we have this moment that you can say, yeah, I, I'm starting maybe for the first time in your life you're recognizing. And I just want to pray today that some of us, and it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not because of a movie or because of some guy preaching a message on a stage. But some of us would have a truly aha moment where we would say, God, rescue me from the lies. 
Rescue me from the lies of this culture. Rescue me from the lies of politicians. Rescue me from the lies of religious people who tell me all the rules, but leave out Christ. Rescue me. Would you bow your heads with me as we pray today? Father, I thank you for your truth. God, I thank you for your love that showed itself in Jesus, that through his death and resurrection, we can be set free from the lies. That you would rescue us from the lies that the devil has tried to whisper or shame or condemnation in our ears, that we see things for what they really are. That we would know the truth and the truth would set us free. That we would recognize that Jesus stopped at nothing so that we could live free. You know, if you say, you know what, I've tried living my own way. And maybe for the first time I'm waking up to some of the lies about the world around me that it does not fulfill. And if you've ever tried for long enough to go your own way or to buy into the lie of this culture, you understand it never fulfills. It's never enough. It's always one lie after another. But if you're in that place today, but you're finally, maybe for the first time, seeing that Jesus died to set you free. And that he rose again, that you could be forgiven of your sins. That you could call on his name. Maybe for the first time, it's making sense. And I'm not talking about joining a church. I'm not talking about any type of religious rules. or any. Maybe for the first time, it's making sense that we were caught in the lies of this world. That we couldn't break free of them on our own, but that Jesus died and rose again to set us free. And you say, that's what I want for my life. Maybe for the first time you're realizing, maybe you walked away 30 years ago, but you're back. And for some reason, you heard the truth today. And you want to make that decision. If that's you, I just want to pray with you. I'm not going to make you raise your hand. I'm not going to make you come to the front. I'm not in this thing to embarrass you. I just want to pray with you to introduce you to Jesus. But if that's you, we would love to pray this prayer with you. Our church has dedicated itself. Nobody prays alone. And right now you have opportunity if you want to make that choice to repent. And I just want to pray. So come on, church, let's pray with all of those watching online here in the room. Say these words. Say, Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins, all my mistakes. I believe you died on the cross. And I believe you rose again. And I make you Lord of my life. In Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you again for your truth. The truth that sets us free. The truth that rescues us from the lies that we have been living in. I thank you that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That you would open our eyes to see. We thank you again for the work that you've done in our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all God's church said amen and amen. Come on, can we give God praise for what he's done today?